Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I want to welcome you to the new and improved Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways podcast. After many years of interviewing the best and brightest thought leaders around the world on my SiriusXM show, I am excited to now have those interviews available to people around the globe on this podcast. So many people would write us and say, I love what I've been hearing about your interviews with these great people. Where can I access them? I live in this country or that country, or I don't have access to that technology. How can I get the information? Well, I'm so excited now that we are able to offer the information and the interviews free on this podcast. So, We want you to sit back and enjoy this message and let me know how you like them. And then do me a favor. If you like them, send a review, write a review and post it. And if you like it, hit like on here and share it and tell everybody you know about it. And then subscribe to this podcast so you'll get the alerts when we post a new interview episode. Thank you for listening and enjoy the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Podcast. Named one of the outstanding five speakers in the world. Inducted into the Speaker Hall of Fame. Award-winning singer. Best-selling author. And now, here's Willie Jolly. Hey, it's the great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show, and I want to welcome you to our show today. We've got a special show. I've got the great incredible author and promoter and marketer, Seth Golden is my guest. You're going to be transformed, inspired, empowered, uplifted. So you don't want to go anywhere today. You want to pull out your pen, your pencil, your iPad, your iPhone, your your whatever kind of uh, device you have so you can take notes because this is going to be one for the ages. Well, I want to welcome everybody. Yes, I have only just a minute, only 60 seconds and it forced upon me. I can't refuse it. I didn't seek it. I didn't didn't choose it, but it's up to me to use it. I must suffer if I lose it. Give account if I abuse it. Oh, it's just a tiny little minute, but our eternities 
are wrapped up in it. This is a great day to have a great day. I like to say that it's a good day for a good day, a great day for a great day, an incredible day for an incredible day. So I want to thank you. You know, I take a moment with that minute, God's Minute from Dr. Benjamin Mays, who was Martin Luther King Jr.'s mentor. And then I take a moment to give God some glory, to thank him for life and strength and health. I am grateful for life. I'm grateful for health. I'm grateful for strength. And I'm grateful for to be here another day. Every day above ground is a good day. You don't believe it? Try missing one. And so I'm grateful for this day. And I hope you are grateful. So we give God glory. We're thankful for that. And then I want to take a moment to thank our sponsor. Our sponsor is Truest Bank. And I want to tell you about their new program, Money and Mindset. The way you think and feel about your money can affect your confidence and, frankly, your total well-being. That's especially true when life gets real and throws challenges your way. So money and mindset from Truist gives you tips and tools to help you feel more financially prepared through your planned life moments or when life just happens. This sounds helpful, and it is helpful. You can check out money and mindset by heading to Truist.com. T-R-U-I-S-T.com, where you'll find it in the main menu. When you start with care, you build a different kind of bank, Truist Bank. Well, I want to thank you. I want to thank Truist. And I want to thank each and every one of you who have made this the number one self-help show in the country. I'm still amazed when people come up to me and say, I listen to you every week. Really? Yeah. I listen to your podcast. Really? Yeah. My cousins, my friends. So it's you who have Put the word out who've told friends and family members. So thank you, thank you, thank you. My guest today is a world changer. That's right. I, I tell you, he's a world changer. My dear friend, Nido Cobain, many of you know he's been on this show a number of times, and he is a, a, one of the most oh, incredible gentlemen I've ever met. He also is the president of High Point University, where I'm honored to be an artist of residence. And, and he told me, you know, we had Seth Golden here. He was fantastic. The, the, the students loved him. The staff loved him. The faculty loved him. You've got to have him on your show. And so uh, I've been trying and we finally were able to work it out so I could get the one and only Seth Golden. For those who might not know who he is, he's a marketer, writer, publisher, extraordinaire. He's a former dot-com business executive. After leaving Spinnaker in eight, 1986, he used $20,000 in savings to found a Seth Golden production, primarily a book publishing business out of his studio apartment in New York. He then met a partner named Mark Hurst, and they founded Yo-Yo Dine and the adventures of Buckaroo Banzai across the eighth dimension. After a few years, he sold the book publishing business to his employees and focused his, his business uh, efforts on Yo-Yo Dine, where he promoted the concept of permission marketing. We're going to talk a little bit about that today. He continued to grow that and continued to build that, and he has uh, went on. He went on to sell Yo-Yo Dine to Yahoo for about $30 million, uh, $30 million and became Yahoo's vice president of direct marketing. Then he launched Squidoo. And then he, uh, one of 500 most visited sites in the world. And so he continued to grow and grow his business. And then he started writing books. He wrote one called Purple Cow, which sold over 150 copies, 150,000 copies of more than 23 print runs. And then The Dip was a business book of the week, one of the New York Times bestseller business book. He has gone on to sell, write numerous books, numerous bestsellers, and he is a marketing expert extraordinaire. I'm honored to tell you y'all about my friend Seth Golden. Seth, give me the rest of the story. I mean, where are you from? Tell me this guy. How did you become Seth Golden? 
Well, I got to say, I'm already uplifted. So your promise is has been kept. We could end the show right now. Uh, I, you know, I won the parent lottery, and it's great to to talk with you on the show. I grew up in Buffalo, New York, um, and uh, you know, there were always strangers at our house. We lived in a house that was about generosity and possibility. Um, and I was not one of those kids who was good at sitting still or doing well on tests. So I knew I was gonna have to make a ruckus in some way, a generous shift in the universe. As you mentioned, I started one of the first internet companies in the whole world. We invented email marketing. Um, and since then I've tried to turn on lights for people to help people see what connections are possible. Uh, I don't think of myself as a promoter. Promoting feels to me a little bit like hustle. Mm -hmm. And the problem with hustle is it's selfish. It's taking from other people. It's asking people to do something just for you. Yeah. And instead, what I'm trying to do is say, hey, I made this. If this is helpful to you, I hope you can run with it. Um, and it's not for everyone. And being able to say it's not for everyone is the secret to your success. It's the secret to Nito's success. You can't make something for everyone and also make something that matters. Right. And Figuring out who your customers are is the first step in figuring out what your future is going to be. Wow, that's a great line. Thinking about who your uh, your target market, your your avatar, your customer, who is going to be the one for you? Because I know a lot of times speakers will come up to me and say, I want to do what you do. I say, well, what do you speak about? Oh, I speak about anything. And I say, who's your market? Oh, I could talk to anybody. I already know that the, that the death knell, that's the yep. sign of failure, that they're going to try and be all things to all people and you end up being nothing to no one. Well, you were able to create this empire. You have literally created an empire. How did you, what was the thinking that you used to take it from this little studio apartment, starting a, a small business, and you go on to create this empire? Well, I got to tell you, Doc, I am talking to you from a one-bedroom apartment, and I'm the only employee. So <laughs> we haven't really gone empire-wise here. We now live in a connected world. Yeah. And my new book, The Song of Significance, is about the fact that connections don't just get limited to who's in the office with you. That the, the book I did before this, I had 300 co-authors in 40 countries, all of those volunteers. You can connect to the best in the world if you can make an offer to them that makes sense. So I can be a soloist. There's no one here but me. And yet I can work with people all around the world to make things that's in everyone's interest. So we need to redefine Who's in our circle? Who are we selling to, but who are we building for and with? And um, it's never been easier to be a freelancer, to be a, a sole practitioner. Um, but it begins, I think, by acknowledging that all help is self-help. And mm -hmm. your idea that this podcast is number one self-help podcast, it means it's the number one help podcast. Because first we got to decide that yeah. we want to make a difference. We got to decide that we want to lead we want to make a ruckus and we want to show up to make things better. That decision has to happen before the success, not after. Right. So you have created books that are well regarded by a number of people in different business variables or verticals. Uh, what what created the, this mindset for you to create books and how did you start writing them? 
So when I was in high school, my English teacher wrote in my yearbook that I was the bane of her existence and I would never amount to anything. <laughs> and when I was in college, I took exactly one English class. Wow. So I am not trained to write books, hmm. but I, I, like you, like so many people who are listening to this, I'm a teacher. I started yes. teaching when I was 17 up in Canada. I've taught thousands of people how to paddle a canoe and I've taught tens of thousands of people how to juggle and everything in between. And what you learn when you teach people is you need to learn how to speak clearly. And if you can write down what you say, now you're an author. Mm. And so what I have built, you know, I've written 9,000 blog posts in a row, haven't missed a day in more than 20 years. My blog is the most popular in the world of its kind. And writing a blog post every day is not very hard. Just like speaking about something every day isn't very hard. I just write it down. And this practice of noticing something that other people might be noticing, but explaining it as opposed to just accepting it and then sharing that. And if the world says, no, you're wrong, fixing it, it makes you better at seeing. And if you're better at seeing, you get better at doing. And so none of my books are anything that the world didn't know before I wrote them down. I'm not Albert Einstein. But what I try to do is write something. And after people read it, they go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that's my job. You know, I, first of all, I want to say I am a subscriber to your daily blog post. And I have friends like my friend Al McCree, who's been on this show, who's a very successful business entrepreneur out of uh, Nashville, Tennessee. He will occasionally talk to me on from one point or another and say, oh, you know, here's a great post that Seth Golden wrote. And I said, well, I get his emails. I get them every day. And so where can people get those emails if they wanted to sign up for that? It's all free. Just type Seth into your favorite search engine, S-E-T-H. My blog will be one of the first matches. And then there's a little button on the left that you can subscribe by email. You can get them on Facebook or LinkedIn or whatever you want. I prefer something called RSS. And I think the people who are listening to this would really benefit from this free software. Type the letters RSS into a search engine. You'll learn how it works. Basically, it's like a radio. It's free. And you can pick whatever blogs you want to get for free. And then they all show up on one page every day when they're updated. And so mm -hmm. I'm reading hundreds of blogs a day with my RSS reader. No one can filter them out. Google can't shut them down. They don't get censored. They get delivered directly with no spam no ads, ready to go. And I think RSS is way underrated as one of the backbones of the internet. Well, you were one of the original internet gurus, okay? Uh, you were, well, how did you jump in so early and get, get going? And what, what did you learn in that process? So back in Buffalo, when I, in 1976, when I was 16 years old, they had a little room for the nerds. <laughs> and they gave they gave six of us access to this room. And there was an old, old computer there. It wasn't old in those days. It's old now. Right. And I got an email address in 1976. Wow. And, uh, when I was college, I was a computer science major. So I knew a little bit about how computers worked. But I probably got online when many people did our age, Prodigy, AOL, CompuServe. And what I saw early on is that email is a miracle, mm. that you can reach the people who want to hear from you for free as often as you want and they want. Wow. That is a spectacular insight that has changed our world. And my first year, I had 100 subscribers to my blog, but those people told other people. And that's how you get to a million, not by promoting it, not by hustling it, 
but by telling people who tell other people. You know, talking about our friend Nito, High Point doesn't run full page ads in the newspaper or ads on the Super Bowl, but lots of people have heard about them. Right. Not because Nito's busy talking about it all day long, but because we're talking about it. That's and right. that's how ideas spread when people talk about them. Wow. My folks are friends. Y'all are listening to Seth Golden. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show. And for sure, the best is yet to come. We'll be right back. Friendship is not about being convenient. It's about being committed and consistent. You can call on me. When you need me. up the phone you can call and call me, me. Are you ready to revolutionize your relationship with money? I'm Brian Ford, a financial wellness expert. And I'm Bright Dixon, an expert in positive psychology. Together, we host Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, a podcast from Truist Bank that's all about exploring the relationship between your money, your mindset, and your well-being. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts or truest.com forward slash money and mindset podcast. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I have a question for you. Have you ever wondered why some people can make a million dollars, lose it, make a second million, lose that, then make a third million, while other people can't even make ends meet? Well, the reason is that those people know the recipe for success. And that recipe is available to everyone if you will do what they did. They made a habit of getting positive, motivational resources of great thinkers and great learners. And I want to offer those same kind of resources to you. We've developed a free page on my website. It's wjspeaks.com slash gift. wjspeaks.com slash gift. On that site, we've got resources, books, audios to help you to grow and they're free. So go to wjspeaks.com slash gift, wjspeaks.com slash gift and get some of those resources and then share that page with your friends and your family members. We want to impact and inspire millions of people. And remember, if you enjoy this message on this podcast, like it, share it and Post a review about it and make a difference in the lives of others by letting them know about it. Have a great day. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. It's about your attitude. It's about your attitude. It's all about your attitude. It's about your attitude. And 
we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way show and podcast. You can hear it on the radio and hopefully you're hearing it on some of your radio stations uh, around the world. But you can also hear it online on uh, XM and then on podcasts. I'm grateful we're on C-Suite and Stitcher and iHeart and Spotify and TuneIn and Apple Podcasts. If you uh, listen on radio, make sure to subscribe to one of the podcast delivery systems so that you can hear it anytime and share it with your friends. As Seth Golden said, sharing good news with good other people who can be empowered and inspired by it. Well, my guest is uh, the, the one and only Seth Golden. He is a uh, marketing guru. That's what they call you, Seth. That's what they call you. Now, you might not like to <laughs> use that, but that's what they call you. And they said, this guy is a marketing expert. He thinks about how to market. And without, I love, without you being uh, a uh, snake oil salesman, as as we would might call it, uh, somebody who's out here uh, pushing stuff, but rather saying, let me help you. Let me help you with some ideas. And that's what you really focus on is ideas. I love people who talk about ideas, not about things, not about people, but ideas. And that's something that I, obviously you have a tendency to do, talk about ideas, don't you? Well, ideas can be adopted by anybody who chooses them. And mm. you know, one, one of the challenges of our culture, we got so hung up on class, on caste, on gender, on roles, that it's easy to say you're not entitled, you're not allowed. Mm. But if you teach somebody how to use a screwdriver, anybody who wants to embrace the idea can go ahead and put a screw into a wall because they know how. And so what I try to do, if you look at my books, I don't use the word I very much. I'm not trying to say to people, I did this so you can too. That's one conventional way of being somebody in our line of work. What I'm trying to say is, look, here's a whole bunch of things I see in the world. Here's an idea. It might work for you. It might not. But here are some people it has worked for. And by doing it that way, it doesn't matter whether you think someone's a guru or not. Either the facts are true or they're not. Speaking of your books, let me take a moment to just give a few of them. The Purple Cow, or Purple Cow, uh, Transform Your, uh, let's see, Transform Your uh, Business by Being business. Remarkable. Oh, Transform Your Business by Being Remarkable. Then there's This Is Marketing. And then there's The Dip. Then Lynchpin. And the one my wife loves, All Marketers Are Liars. <laughs> uh, uh, tell us about a, uh, and you got a new book. Let's talk about the new book. Just the name of it, please. The Song of Significance. And, and tell me about that. It starts with the story of bees, but it's not about bees, it's about us. And basically, the age of industrialism, 100 years of getting pushed to work ever harder for a boss that doesn't appreciate you, thin slicing tasks to make them as small and cheap and replaceable as possible is ending. And between computers and outsourcing and competition, a race to the bottom is no good because the problem mm. with the race to the bottom is you might win or come in second. The alternative is to race to the top. And that's what you've been talking about your whole career, right? Right. Racing to right. the top means doing work that people would miss if it were gone, showing up in a way that matters, working with people who care. You know, I did a survey of 10,000 people in 90 countries and I asked them, what was the best job you ever had? 
And why was it the best job you've ever had? And I gave them like 20 choices and nobody picked. I didn't have to work very hard and they paid me a lot of money. Nobody mm. picked those. They picked, I accomplished more than I thought I could accomplish. People treated with me with respect. I got to work with other people I cared about. Those wow. were the three big things. Wow. And so if that's really the case, why aren't we building more jobs like that? And right. why aren't we establishing a pattern of filling our days? The thing we do more than anything else, more than spending time with our family, more than eating, spending more of our time at work. Why aren't we trying to build the best job we ever had? Wow. Wow. This book is uh, a tremendous asset to thinking thinkers, people who think, and we got to get people to think and not, not just uh, follow a set principle because someone told them, but think and think through their actions, their belief systems, their values, the think, you know, we all know about the book, think and grow rich. And that if you think, whatever you think about long enough will become your reality, uh, good or bad. And whatever you focus on longest becomes strongest. So your books make people think what, what created that principle in your life that you would write books that make people think so. So I'll tell you a story that I don't usually talk about. At my very first job at Spinnaker, it was 1984 or five, and there was no voicemail. They had just started putting fax machines in places. There was no email. And when you walked in, there was one of those little plastic carousels with 40 slots in it. And you would spin it until you found your name. And there were little pink slips with the phone messages you got each day. And so when you came back from lunch, there'd be a line of people spinning the little thing to see if they got a phone message. Mm. And I look at this thing my very first day, and I said, this is going to drive me crazy. It's not in alphabetical order. And I reach over and I grab a paperclip, and I put a paperclip next to my name. So now, whenever I get there, all I have to do is spin to the paperclip, and I got my name. I got my messages. <laughs> And I got to tell you, Willie, within four hours, it was festooned with different colored paper clips, pipe cleaners, rubber bands, everyone had a different little symbol on their slot because people had been frustrated by this thing for years, but it took someone to show up and say, what about marking them so we can find it at a glance for everyone to go, oh yeah, I'm in. And I got to say, you know, I didn't get royalties for the paperclip idea. I didn't do it because I wanted to get credit or money. I did it because I wanted to help other people get their messages faster. Wow. And it worked. Well, you And you, that's been what I've hooked on ever since. So let's talk about, because we got a lot of small business people, entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs, people who want to start a business. Tell us some of the principles that you use in building your businesses, some of the things that you have done like that, uh, just basically see a problem and fix it. What are some of the principles that you have used over the years to build business? Because you've built some successful businesses. Uh, the biggest one is the smallest viable audience, not caring about the biggest possible audience. What's the smallest audience you can live with? The smallest group of people that if you delighted them, it would be enough. Mm. That's, that's the first driving force. The second driving force is things are easier when the wind is at your back, mm -hmm. that there are projects you might want to be associated with, like building the biggest Ferris wheel in Macon, Georgia, right? The problem with that 
is the wind is not at your back. There is not a pent up demand for a giant Ferris wheel in this little town in Georgia. You, someone could do it. It might work. But why don't you just pick something easier in terms of people noticing it and saying, that's exactly what I've been waiting for. Mm. Because the thing about being a small business person is you are not General Motors, General Electric, General Dynamic. You're none of the generals. You are the specifics. Find something specific. My wife runs the biggest chain of gluten-free bakeries in the world. And the fact is not very many people need a gluten-free bakery. But if you're the kind of person that needs a gluten-free bakery, you will pass every other item at Whole Foods on your way to buying her slice of cake because it's the only one in the whole store. Wow. That is so much easier than saying, oh, lots of people eat chips. I'll make chips. It's different. Wow. You know, one of my friends talks about get rich in your niche. Find your small sliver that is your playground, your sandbox, and really own it. And that's what you're really saying. Your wife made a decision. I'm not going to be for everybody, but there's a sliver of people who need what I've got. And if I do that well, and again, do it well, then I will do well. I will do well while I'm doing good. And I think that's something you kind of profess. Yeah. I mean, here's a simple test. Sorry to interrupt. Here's a simple test for people. Mm -hmm. How often are you recommending to potential customers that they call up people that you might think of as your competition? Mm. If you are not, let's say you're a wedding photographer and someone comes to you and says, will you photograph my kid's birthday? If you're not saying, no, I only do weddings. This guy does birthdays. There's their phone number. You're not serious about being specific. If you're Mm. not eagerly and generously sending people somewhere else, basically you're saying you need someone, I'm someone. But if you can be specific about what you do, you know, you're a professional speaker. You know what it's like to be on the wrong podium. Yep. That part of what it means to be a professional speaker is how many gigs are you turning down and why are you turning them down? Absolutely. And and that is major. And that's a discipline, though, Seth. That's a discipline. And that's a mindset that you say, you know what? That's not my expertise. I'll have people call me for, uh, let's say, um, diversity inclusion. Okay. And they'll say, uh, we need you to, we want to have you speak for, uh, that's not my expertise. I, I, I have some people I can recommend who are really good at that. Let me recommend them for you because that's their expertise. They'll do a great job. You need leadership. You need motivation. You need inspiration, change management. I can do that, but not, not, uh, that's not my, my bailiwick. And I don't want to take your money, but that's a mindset as well as that's a a sign of desperation in my estimation. I do everything. I, you go to a store and they say, we sell tires and we do taxes. Okay. (laughs) Which are, you know, (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so there's there's a problem there. Well, uh, I want to make sure folks know that Seth Golden has written so many powerful books. He has a new book, and it's called The Song of Significance, Choosing to Lead. The Song of Significance has a, a bumblebee on the front. I want you to go get copies. 
not a copy, copies. Get one for you and then for people in your network. Get one for people who in your family. Get one for people in your office uh, building. Get, pe get one for somebody else and just bless them with it. And you will see how it will help them to grow their thinking. Remember, who you hang around with is who you will become. So you want to grow their thinking because it will impact your thinking. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. We're going to take a break for station identification. We'll be right back. Hi, this is Dr. Willie Jolly, and I got an email from a gentleman in Australia who shared how he had been struggling in his business, and he bought some of my books and audios, and how it had a profound impact on his business, and he went from worst to first in his company. I shared with him how much I appreciated his note, but I told him those books, those audios, those videos were not just something that I just thought up one day and thought it to write. They were born out of my experiences, out of the challenges of overcoming the problems and the difficulties and how I was able to do it. And I shared with him that Others have sent similar messages and that these resources work. I want to encourage you and invite you to go to my store. Go to wjspeaks.com slash shop. wjspeaks.com slash shop. Get some of the books. It only takes a minute to change your life. Or a setback is a setup for a comeback. Or turn setbacks into greenbacks. Or chicken soup for the soul. Or an attitude of excellence. Or the book I wrote with my wife after 34 years of being married and not having an argument in over 30 years. We wrote a book called Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. And now it is saving marriages all over the globe. Go to the store. Get some of the audios, the videos the books, the resources to help you have greater personal and professional success. This is Dr. Willa Jolly. Make this a great day on purpose. Washington. And we're back. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and podcast across America, around the globe. We're so glad you're here. Please go to winwithwilly.com. Win, W-I-N, with, W-I-T-H, Willie, W-I-L-L-I-E. Winwithwilly.com. We've got all my suite of sites on one page, one page. You can get access to my marriage site. You can get access to my motivational site for adults and for people who are business people. We can get motivation for young people. You can get our faith-based site. You can get my music site. You can get our goal-setting site, our speaker. You want to be a speaker. There's a site there for you. All these sites, go and get it. There's free resources. There's goodies. There's stuff that we give away because we know that the more you give, the more you get. The more you put out, the more that comes back to you. It's a principle. You throw a rock up a hundred times, it comes down a hundred times because of a principle called gravity. The same is true for your willingness to give. Just give and bless others. It might not come from that person who you blessed, but it'll come your way if you give. So that's why we have this site. Go get some of the free resources there. Check out each site and look for the goodies that we give there. And I also want to thank our friends at Truist Bank. Truist believes that better lives and communities begin with care. That includes caring a lot about the well-being of their clients. Let me tell you what I mean. Truist is really interested in improving the connection between your finances and your personal well-being. So they launched Money and Mindset. It's an online resource to help you build financial confidence and a healthier mindset around your money. 
Yeah, I've spent time. I've been a guest on this Money and Mindset podcast, and it's the real deal. One good takeaway I found was when you're on top of your finances, you can really enjoy the benefits beyond reaching the goals. Think reducing overall stress or feeling greater reassurance, knowing that you better prepared for a financial challenge should it come your way. There's also a Money and Mindset podcast for all the podcast listeners, and you can get some real talk about money. It's called Money and Mindset with Bright and Brian, and you can find it wherever you listen to podcasts. So I highly encourage you to take some time, jump into this great resource, re- resource, search it wherever you go to Truest Money and Mindset online, and it'll be an incredible opportunity. Or you can just go to truest.com and look for it there. Remember, when you start with care, you different. You build a different kind of bank, Truest. Well, my special guest is the one and only Seth Golden. This gentleman is, he says he doesn't have an empire. He says he's in a small building in an apartment in New York. Oh yeah. He chooses to be there. He has built an a following. And he said it, it's not for everybody. He doesn't want it to be here for everybody. It's for those who want to expand their thinking, who want to grow their marketing, who want to grow their business thinking. He's done it. And he says, just be blessed by it. Just be blessed by it. He gives it freely. He doesn't ask for anything in exchange for it. And he has a group of people, followers. Do they have a special name for the followers of Seth? Uh, I hope not. Beyonce has the beehive. I don't know what, but you've got some followers who are rabid Seth Godin fans, not friends, because I believe that it's important. You said it kind of earlier that you don't want to be everything to everybody. You want a sliver. And, you know, we in a time now with social media where people say, I want more friends. I want to see how many friends I got. Well, these are people who are not really your friends. <laughs> they're not your friends at all. No, they're, they're not even your followers. They're just out there. Yeah, they're just out there. But you get followers who become fans or fans who become followers who will spend money on your resources, your business, your building, your services. That's when you start to grow your business exponentially. And so that's what you've done, Seth. You've built this. How long did it, I mean, you've been writing books for how long now? Well, there's this thing called book packaging, which isn't as important as it used to be to make a complicated book, like an almanac, like an illustrated guide to, you know, the history of people's names. I did one of those a month for 12 years with a team of people. So we did 120 books that way. And then uh, when the internet came along, it sort of wrecked that business because so much of what the nonfiction stuff you could make in a complicated book was free on the internet. Um, And I wrote a book called Permission Marketing in 1998, 99. So it's been 23 years of me doing about a book a year. I've done 20 bestsellers in a row. Wow. 20 bestsellers in a row. Folks, did you hear that? Let's talk about permission marketing. What were the principles or the concepts that you promoted? Because real people need to know those thinking, that thinking. Yeah, it's still true. 20 years later, it's super simple. Yeah. Anticipated, personal, and relevant messages always do better than spam. And so what that means is if you subscribe to Dr. Willie's podcast and it shows up, you don't go, what's this hustle? You're saying, oh, good. It's time for me to spend another glorious hour with Dr. Willie, right? Mm. That That's anticipated, personal, and relevant. It's something people want to get. So mm. day by day, year by year, I have built a permission asset 
a million people who are looking forward to hearing from me. My job is not to disappoint those million people. My job is not to get to 2 million, not my job. My job is to make sure those million people have something to talk about. And if I can do that day after day, week after week, everything else will take care of itself. And that's the mistake so many people make, because guess what? Twitter and Facebook and Instagram, they make money when you do something other than that. They make money when you hustle, when you boost, when you spam, when you try to interrupt people, when you're constantly elbowing your way as some sort of troll looking for attention. That's their business model. It's not your business model. Your business model is to be part of a community and to be missed if you were gone. And it is more true every day since the day I wrote that book. Wow. Wow. Be relevant. And as my friend Bill Kate say, be radically relevant. Really focus in on your customer, your client, your target, and give them something of value ongoing where they're looking forward to. It. And I love what you said, that they would miss you if you weren't there. And yeah. that's when you've got a real, real impact. Well, tell more about this book, the, the Song of Significance. The Song of Significance is a, a book and you can get it where? Um, well, I like to say wherever finer books are sold because I haven't been kicked out of any bookstores yet. Pretty easy to find. The audiobook I'm really proud of because uh, I record them myself. The idea of the Song of Significance is there have been management books. You mentioned one. Uh, Thinking or Rich, there's Dale Carnegie. There's, I'm guessing from some of the things you said, our mutual friend, the late Zig Ziglar. There's uh, Tom Peters, my uh, good friend. But those are management books. Mm. And this is a leadership book. This isn't about getting people to do what you want because you're in charge of them. This is about how do we create the conditions for a community, whether it's our church group or 4-H club, or the corporation we want to build? How do we get it so that the community can get what they want and we can get there together? Because when we lead together, we are smarter, fairer, more resilient than when we manage people and tell them what to do. Wow. So you got different songs. You got a song of increase, the song of safety, the song of significance. Tell us about some of the different principles that you share in the book and why you wrote them that way. Okay, so the story of the bees really quickly is that honeybees, after a long winter, uh, sometimes will shift into overdrive, will collect an enormous amount of pollen, instruct the queen to lay a queen egg. And then within a 10-minute window, more than half the bees, more than 10,000 bees, including the queen, including all the old bees, will leave the hive forever. Mm. They'll just leave leaping into the void, not sure of where they're going, trusting that they will find a new hive. This is the song of increase. Mm. This is the possibility of believing better is possible. And as we come out of this pandemic, as we come out of all the, the challenges and division of our world, we have this moment to sing the song of increase. But it's very hard to do it if you don't feel safe. It's hard to do it if you are worried about feeding yourself and your family and your personal safety. So we have to take care of people's needs. But then if we are lucky as people, we have the chance to sing the song of significance. And the song of significance is we can do this work because we want to. Mm. We can show up to make things better because we can. We can seek possibility and connection and dignity because dignity isn't something you can take 
but dignity is something you can give. Right. You can see other people for who they want to be and help them get there. That feels to me like a day well spent. Amen. Amen. I love that. I love that. Working on how you increase, how you increase your thinking and the possibilities. And then you go toward significant. What do people want? Let me read this. Once their basic needs are met, workers are, are very clear about what they want from work. It's not more stock options per se or fancy offices. It's much more fundamental agency and dignity. Agency gives us control over our time and it encourages us to choose what our contribution looks like because it demands responsibility and some authority. Agency is antithetical to controlled industrial piecework. Dignity flows from agency, allowing us to be treated as humans, not cogs, to be respected for our work and treated, which are much kinder, kinder and uh, greater kindness to the situation as it allows. What a great thinking. Uh, I just am so impressed how you come up with it. Do you write every day or do how do you do it? What's your principle or process? Well, first, I want to say, I write every word myself because I have no staff. And even if I did, I write every word myself. Mm. I don't know if you've been playing with the uh, the new GPT-3 artificial intelligence, but it's a pretty good writer. Yeah. I got to hustle to keep up better than him or her. Yes. Yes. Um, but because I blog every day, every night I go to bed thinking about what tomorrow's blog post is going to be. Now I've queued up a bunch. So if I get the yeah. flu, the streak doesn't get wrecked. But when I see something in the world, that I don't understand. Like we all saw Elon Musk fire people, bully people, brutalize people, insult people. I'm watching that going on. And I'm thinking that can't possibly end well. Why mm. does someone think that that's a good way to spend their day? When right. you are one of the richest people in the history of the world, why would you want to spend your day beating people up? What's going on there? I have to ask myself questions like that. And I write something down. And maybe I write something down that becomes a blog post. Maybe I write something down that people don't see. I usually write three or four blog posts a day, but only publish one. Mm. And maybe something gets a hold of me and I can't let go of it until it turns into a book. Because mm. as you know, making something into a book is a pain in the neck. Right. And you avoid it at all costs. But <laughs> what happened here is when I heard the story of the bees, when I saw how much dislocation people have been having post-COVID, I realized that this is juicy enough that there's a whole book in it. And so that's my process. Sometimes it takes a long time and sometimes it doesn't. This one didn't take a long time because I've been living it. Wow. This is great content, folks. I hope you are all just tying in and cluing in that I am excited and I hope you're excited about this concept that Seth Golden and Sharon. We're going to take one more break before we come to the last segment. We're going to be right back. We've got more for you with Seth Golden. This is Dr. Willie Jolly on the Willie Jolly Wealthy Ways Show. And for sure, mm -hmm, the best is still yet to come. We'll be right back.
This is Dr. Willie Jolly, and people often ask, how did I go from a broke, busted nightclub singer to become a best-selling author and to be voted one of the outstanding five speakers in the world by the 175,000 members of Toastmasters International? The answer is that I decided to invest and change my thinking, invest in my mindset, and decided to change my inputs because inputs determine outputs. I heard about a seminar years ago when I was just getting started. I was making about $100 a speech, and I heard this seminar that was creating millionaires, and it cost $10,000, but the guy was getting results. I didn't have that kind of money, but I decided to borrow it because I learned that there's a price for success, the price of college, the price of going to school, the price of education, and there's a price for success, and then there's a cost for not paying the price, the cost of staying the same. And that cost is greater than the price. It's too expensive. And so I went and it changed my life, and I came back and quickly made $100,000. I heard a similar story from Dr. Dave Martin, how he went to a success rally, heard a speaker who inspired him. He and his friend said, wow, that's changed my life. The speaker had a package of materials to help build wealth. The package cost $1,500, and that was all the money Dr. Dave had to his name. Dr. Dave's friend asked, do you think this stuff is worth it? Dr. Dave thought for a moment. He said, I don't know. I don't know if it's worth it. But I do know that I'm worth it. I'm worth it. He invested that money in that package and used the materials to grow his thinking. He grew his mindset. He shared how that $1,500 investment has gone on to generate millions in revenues. He's a multimillionaire. And he has homes now in Arizona and Florida. I want to say to you, it's time to invest in you. I want to give you some materials that will help you grow you, grow your mindset, grow your future, grow your finances. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire. wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get some materials that will inspire your success and help you find that there's a price for success, but there's a cost for not paying the price. And the cost is always greater than the price. Go to wjspeaks.com slash billionaire and get the bag, the box, or any of the materials there and keep growing your wealth. And remember, as a man thinketh, so as he is, and your best is yet to come. And we're back, Dr. Willie Jolly and the Willie Jolly Wealthy Way Show and Podcast. Wherever you may be, I hope you are being blessed today. And I am so grateful for Seth Godin and his information that he's blessing me. I'm just taking great notes. I hope you're taking notes. Remember, when you think it, ink it. And when you get an opportunity to be around great thinkers, you want to capture this. Because one of my mentors told me a a short pencil is better than a long memory any day of the week. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Seth, we have been talking about your new book. It's called The Song of Significance. And it is incredible. It's choosing to lead. It's a leadership book. And folks, you need to have personal leadership. Now, some people think, well, I'm not a leader. No, yes, you are a leader. It's a choice. 
You lead your family. You lead, you might be the only one in your family. You can lead you, but it's about doing the good, making a difference, making the world better when you leave it than when you found it. And that's what Seth Godin has done with his writing, his blogging. Again, where can they get the blog, uh, Seth? It's called Seth's Blog. And if you just type Seth or Seth's Blog or even blog into your favorite search engine, you should find it. And where can they get this fantastic new book? Uh, you can find it on the blog. You can also go to any online bookstore and type in my name and there you'll find it. G-O-D-I-N is how I spell my last name. I want everybody to go get this book. I want you to follow him on the blog. I want you to take advantage of this resource that we are blessed in this world to have on the planet. Seth Golden, we are blessed to have him and I'm grateful for him taking time out today. Uh, Seth, something I do on every interview is I ask everybody the same question. If you were to come to Washington, D.C. and I picked you up from your hotel or your speaking engagement, and we went over to Howard University or American University or Georgetown, GW, Catholic, and we got a lot of them here, Trinity, mm -hmm. and say, go to a business class of young entrepreneurial wannabes and entrepreneurial wannabes, and they want to know the secrets to building a successful business. Give them a couple, you got us. Here's some, you got us. You got to do this. Tell me some, you got us. You ready? Yes, sir. Walk away from passion. Don't do something you're passionate about. Hmm. Passion is not something you were born with. Passion is a choice. Go find something where you can be of service. So much of service that people will pay for it and choose to be passionate about that. Mm. Because this narcissistic idea that you are entitled to make a living pursuing your hobby, we have hobbies for a reason. Go be passionate about your hobby if you want to, but bring to the work the chance to realize that doing something of significance is by itself a passion. Number two mm -hmm. is cash flow matters a lot. Don't go out trying to raise a bunch of money to cover up the fact that your business doesn't make any money. Mm. When your business makes a dollar a day, you have the freedom to decide to do what you want to do tomorrow. But if you lose a dollar a day, now you owe somebody. Mm. And I've really relentlessly followed this path of saying, if I can add enough value to make a little bit of money tomorrow, I'll get a chance to add even more value. Those two things open the door for all sorts of possibility that too often, and my friend used to be the dean of the uh, Catholic University Business School, mm -hmm. too often people show up at business school saying, how do I build the next blank? Well, we already have that thing. We don't need you to build the next one of those. We need you to build the first of what you're going to build. And you shouldn't build it because the stock market's going to be happy. And you shouldn't build it because your banker is going to be happy. You should build it because you can look at what you built and the people you built it with and say, we made things better. That's why we did it. Because the stock market's an idiot. And trying to please the stock market ends up building a coal factory, it end, a coal plant. It ends up building the kind of thing that leaves a mess behind. And we're out of time. We don't have time to build more messes. We have to build things that are resilient and important and get passionate about that process. Wow. Now, some would say you're, you, that, that you're saying get rid of passion is a contrarian thought because everybody tells you, you know, go get 
go make money, find your passion and, and, and monetize it. And you're saying, no, that's contrarian. I'm going the other way. Is that part of your success? Is that saying everybody's going that way? Let's see what happens if I go the other way. Is that part of your thinking? Well, it is part of my thinking. But in this case, if you do the math, if you talk to people who are actually happy with what they do for a living, like if you go to the, the music industry, most people in the music industry don't actually make music. What they do is trick artists into signing contracts that don't help them. Or what they do is some sort of promo. They're not in music. They just happen to be in the music industry. If you talk to people who are successful funeral directors, they're not ghoulish people who love being around dead folks, but many of them are really happy mm. because they are an important part of the community. So mm. what I've learned from talking to tens and tens of thousands of people is the folks who wake up in the morning feeling like they are entitled to make a living from their hobby end up being pretty bummed out. Mm. So it's, it's taking your impact and not just your Bingo. desire. It's the impact that you have. And I like to say wherever there's impact, income will follow. Okay. So yeah. ah, I get it now. I get it because you can be passionate. I love that. That's a great analogy that funeral directors, and I've spoken for the National Association of Funeral Directors, and they're not ghoulish and they're not trying to kill you and they're not trying to get more dead folks, but they do make an impact. Yeah. And as a result of that, they make an income. Wow, that's 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 a whole nother level of thinking. And that's why I'm encouraging people to follow you, to get your resources, to get your books, to get your programs, the, to 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 get this new book, The Song of Significance. Oh, I love this. The song of when you see a fork in the road, perhaps you should take it. <laughs> oh, I like that. <laughs> I love it. Expand on that, please, for a moment. Well, what we get brainwashed from the time we're in first grade is to ask, will this be on the test? How do I make the teacher happy? How do I do what I did yesterday, but a little tiny bit better? But if you live in revolutionary times, the rules are going to change, and they're going to change quite often. So we can spend all of our time defending what used to be, or we can spend our time choosing to build what's next. And that doesn't mean you have to like build an Oculus-friendly virtual reality system. It just means, oh, I get it. The Yellow Pages is going away, and the internet is going to take its place. I wonder that what, what will that will do to the people in the pizza business? Because mm -hmm. I really think I can serve people by figuring out how to bring them a better, hotter pizza. What are the where well, here's a fork in the road, right? Well, say I am entitled to run a pizza business like my grandfather did. You're not entitled. That what you have instead is an opportunity. And the media keeps changing. The economics keep changing. The rules keep changing. And the climate is changing. All of those are forks in the road. And denying that there is a fork in the road is just a good way to get one stuck on your shoes. Don't do that. Realize there's a fork in the road and take it. Wow. Wow. I love this thinking. Well, closing thoughts, Seth Golden, please share any closing thoughts you have about the book, about what's coming up, whatever you want to share in this last couple of minutes. You know, I think there's a huge lesson to be learned from you and your work, which is significance isn't something we do for ourselves. Mm. Significance is something we do for other people. 
Amen. And that when you open the door for other people, that by itself is worth enough. Our late friend Zig used to say, you can get anything in life you want if you'll help enough other people get what they want. Absolutely. I have shortened it to you can help other people get what they want, period. Bam. Why not do that? Why not do it? Wow. Help others, make an impact, and you will be blessed mightily. I love that. Thank you, Seth Golden, for being my guest. I, again, want everybody to go to your favorite bookstore, online, physical, I don't know, The Song of Significance by Seth Golden. While you're there, get some of his other books. I mean, just pick up some stuff and, and start reading. Make this a time in your life where you're going to read more, be more, achieve more, empowered more, to grow more. And I want to thank him for coming and being a part. I want to thank our friends at Truist, who have been such a great partner to us, and I'm grateful. Check out the Truist podcast, Money and Mindset, with Brighton Brian, real talk about ways to reach financial confidence and boost your mindset. Tune in wherever you listen to podcasts. When you start with K, you get a different kind of bank. Truist, T-R-U-I-S-T is the name of the bank. Go to truest.com. Tell them I told you to come. I want to thank everybody who has made this show so popular by sharing it with their friends and family members and telling their peers and their coworkers, you know, you should be listening to the show or to the podcast. It was really good this week. I got something positive. And that's why we do it. We don't talk about politics. We don't talk about people in terms of who, what, we don't talk about uh, culture and the latest uh, fad or anything. We talk about ideas, ideas that will help you grow your wealth, your health, your wisdom. And so I want to thank all of you who have promoted it to so many places. Keep doing it. Thank you. I also want to encourage everybody to continue to join us on Monday night at nine o'clock Eastern for the Jolly Marriage Show. You know, my wife and I wrote the book, Make Love, Make Money, Make It Last. 38 years of marriage, haven't had an argument in 35 years. We want to help save a million marriages, enhance a million marriages. And that's why we wrote it. We don't have any other agenda. We are grateful for all of you who have bought the book and have shared it with your coworkers and your church and your marriage ministries and your uh, people who are struggling in your family with marriage. So Jolly Marriage Show dot com and uh, you just go and get a free chapter from the book and just share it share it share it and then our money music and money motivational program our motivational empowerment program is called the music power book dot com music and motivation to help you make more money and to help you have greater impact music powerbook.com it will bless you well i want to thank you for your time remember that your best is still yet to come this is dr willie jolly Make it a great day. God bless.
Well, I hope you enjoyed this podcast episode, and I hope you got something of great value. And I hope that you were inspired, you were motivated, you were empowered, and you were encouraged to live your best life. I hope this information and this inspiration will help you to do more, be more, and to achieve more. That's the goal why I started this program, and I hope it helped you in a mighty way. Now, I ask you to make sure and that you take full advantage of all the resources that came through this program. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com gift and get some of the free resources that we have there for you. I hope you go to wjspeaks.com shop to get some of the books that we have created, that we've labored over to make sure that they will deliver a powerful message to you. I hope you go to willyjolly.com slash billionaire, willyjolly.com slash billionaire, or wjspeaks.com slash billionaire to get the box that it will inspire your whole family or get the bag of books. Make this a great day, a great week, a great month. And remember, it is true that you are blessed and all things are possible for them that believe. So make the most of the belief that you have now in your future. This is Dr. Willie Jolly. Have a great day. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.